To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't make me say it. Don't make me say it. Don't make me say it. A week is a long time in politics. I'm going to start with Gaurav Sharma. I don't think we know enough about what has been alleged to have certainty as to who is the bully and who is being bullied. Maybe there's a bit of crossover there, but I'm stunned this dispute has been allowed to fester to the point that Sharma decided to speak out. Seeing a sitting Labour MP accuse the party of kindness of bullying is a remarkable turn. I was not surprised to see Gaurav Sharma's lengthy post on Facebook last night. Because even as the Prime Minister was addressing the issue, unnamed Labour sources were commenting to media and slagging him off. Oh yes, such kindness. And despite the compassionate veneer, the Prime Minister's statement still carefully insinuated that everything Sharma was complaining about is actually his fault. And look, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I, I just don't think we know. Maybe the Prime Minister felt she simply had to defend her party. But I think a public comment that was truly dedicated to Sharma's well-being would not have included this line. Quote, Starting out as a new MP can be challenging, and one of the toughest parts is navigating the new environment, but also the role you must play as an MP managing others. You see what I mean? Those words just subtly insinuated that Sharma is the problem and that he's perhaps ill-equipped to be an MP? From his perspective, it was a provocative thing to say. And and look, perhaps I am reading too much into it, but I wasn't at all surprised to see him react. Almost everything that can be said of the Sam Uffendale scandal has been said. Uh, I mean, obviously, he was a lout and a bully as a teenager. He traumatised people. He benefited from the comforts, the trappings, the multiple opportunities afforded by money and privilege. Nonetheless, I don't think the best response is to mercilessly destroy his entire life. Uh, Christopher Luxon's handled it pretty well, I think. We'll wait and see what the investigation from Maria QC turns up. But for all of the attention on what Uffendale did and didn't do, who in the party knew and, and and what they knew and when they knew it and for how long someone deserves to be punished for their past mistakes, whether his apology was cynical or genuine. I do think there is one central question in this whole fiasco that should be top of the list. Why was Sam Uffendale selected in the first place? I mean, hey, it's no secret that Todang is a safe seat. Theoretically, Theoretically, National could have put up a slab of butter in a trench coat and comfortably won the by-election. Jacinda Ardern didn't even bother turning up to campaign for Labour's candidate. National didn't need a talented campaigner. They could have picked anyone. And they chose Sam Uffendale. And I mean, Uffendale disclosed to them he'd been expelled from high school and the reason why. It was inevitable his history would hit the news at some point. The panel knew that recent candidate selections had ended in disaster and there would be an especially keen focus on their choice for Tauranga. And yet they still chose Sam Uffendale. When the news broke, I immediately pictured that photo of National's four Tauranga candidates standing on the beach and grinning like a centre-right barbershop quartet. 
Why didn't National Selection Panel just pick one of the other Sam Uffindels? Maybe bullying, assault and an expulsion is worthy of forgiveness. But why would the panel take the risk? What was it about Sam Uffindel that was so special and so unique that the upside of having him in caucus this term was greater than the downside of a potential scandal? I don't get it. Given National's long list of badly behaved men, given their policy positions on law and order and personal responsibility, I just cannot understand why the panel would pick any candidate that wasn't 100% squeaky clean. The selection panel let down the party leaders. They let down the National Caucus. You can argue they let down the victims of Sam Uffindel's bullying by putting those people in a position where they felt compelled to speak out and relive their experiences. And actually, they let, they let down Sam Uffendale himself, regardless of whether he lasts in Parliament. And you know, I expect that he will probably choose not to stand in next year's election. This will have been a hideous week for him, a hideous week for his family and for the people he bullied. There are no winners. And for what? National's new party president says the selection process requires confidentiality, but that the process could clearly be improved. Yeah, you don't say. But Uffendale's scandal wasn't just messy, it was unnecessary. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.